Hi, everyone. From me, Brent Graham, it's Thursday night. It's time for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Well, we're getting pretty deep into December now. Still plenty of rugby. I am going to miss the international rugby, which ended last week. But we've got the start of the Heineken Champions Cup that we could talk about on tonight's show. We've also got the Challenge Cup. Probably not going to chat too much about that, other than the fact that the bookies don't seem to enjoy this event because they price up pretty late for it. And then we do have three Curry Cup fixtures, which we're definitely not used to at this time of the year. But I'm pleased to announce I've got a top-class panel joining me to see if we can find some betting value. And I'll start off at the top there with Chris or Frank. Frank, good to have you on the show. It's been a couple of weeks, but uh, great to hear your voice again. Yes, thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, as you said, you know, for us in the in the North, uh, ERC and Challenge Cup are, are big competitions. So, uh, looking forward for this week. Uh, mentioned that as well. Few few crowds back in in UK on the stadium as well. So, a bit of a, a positive news. So, good week of rugby. Good weekend of rugby ahead of us. So, yeah, thanks for having me back, Brent. Always a pleasure. Excellent. Well, I'm certainly hoping South Africa follow that lead. I was watching. A- the Liverpool game the other night, and I don't know, probably also only a couple of thousand people in the stadium, but even just that, those few people made such a difference. Although I did find it quite amusing that the couple of thousand people seem to be all cramped together in the stadium, which, which I thought was a bit strange. I thought they might spread them out a little bit more. And let's go down to the bottom. It's at the Crow Tips. And that's Chris Rowe. Chris, good to have you back on the show. Yeah, yeah, Brent, great to be good. Great to be back. Back. Good to see you again. Yeah, loads of rugby to get through, and yeah, looking forward to it. Can you guys? Uh... Can you hear me? I, don't, I can't. Am I there, boys? Sorry, everyone. It looks like my Wi-Fi is playing tricks on me. Can you guys hear me? No, it's fine. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so it wasn't just me. No, sorry, it was actually my, it looked like it was my Wi-Fi, guys. I think I'm back now. If it goes again, I'm going to have to change connections. But uh, anyway, we can we, we can get into the action. If, if I do get knocked out, yeah, please just <laughs> carry on talking. That's one thing you guys might complain, you don't get the points lines early overseas. Well, I can tell you, you, you come to South Africa, you can complain about our Wi-Fi, that's for sure. Just before we get going, mm-hmm. welcome to all the guys in the, uh, in the live chat. Mark saying Champions Cup is here again. And then rightly pointing out that I have frozen. So apologies for that. That definitely was my connection. Hopefully I'm okay now. But boys, we're going to start off with a bit of Curry Cup action. And uh, yeah, I'm going to, um, I think Friday night's game, I'm wearing the top of Western Province. I thought Henrik not on the show tonight. I better wear a province top. And I was having a look at the handicap. And um, let's start with you, Chris, down at the bottom there. Uh, Western Province minus 23 and a half against the Pumas. Uh, Have you uh, studied up on this one? Yeah, well, yeah, I actually, it opened up at around 25 and I placed my first uh, stake on that, my first uh, bet of the week. So on the plus 25, that is. So I was pretty happy with that. It's, right. it's they, yeah, it's interesting teams, um, some changes in, in both. I, what, what I am expecting though is, I mean, Province have lost their last two games. I expect them to be coming back really hard and probably smelling blood against the Pumas. But the Pumas, you know, they've proven themselves to be doggy. 
getting stuck in there. But certainly at home, Providence will be too strong. But I, normally I would say Providence would hold them out to under 10. You see, see the Pumas getting some points there against Providence. So I think that will close, that, close up that handicap, I think. Um, so I'm quite, I'm quite okay with the plus 25. Excellent. Well, welcome to John Owen joining us from Texas. So it's probably we've got a lot of guys who watch in Europe and a couple of maybe in Australia and New Zealand watch the recording. So great to have a, an American from Texas on as well. John, uh, yeah, I wonder if rugby, I know they try and push it a bit in America. I wonder if it'll catch, catch up there because if America, I've always said, put their minds to rugby, they'll have one hell of a national side. And every now and again, they do threaten to do just that. Let's go to the top. And uh, Frank, what are your thoughts on the opening Curry Cup match? It's not, not my best game uh, on the card i have to say uh I'm, I'm really struggling to to get my hand on that pumas team to be fair you know i think uh, I, I i'm i'm pretty a lot of people i think got lost money against them last week i think with the with the greek house i was, was was seeing a lot of greek as bats going 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 on the going almost everywhere on social media um you know i mean a lot of changes in this team, and I, I mentioned that I think on the forum. You know, some of the players actually I don't even know who they are, so it's a bit tough for me to to call it out. Uh, Western Province, a lot of changes as well. Um, you know, like a couple of uh, injuries as well uh, happening. Uh, a relatively tough one. Uh, I think I was, if I, if I would have to put gun on my head, I would probably also go with the with the Pumas Plus because. I don't expect them to get that hammered, but uh, but Western Province, but but a tough one to call, a tough one to call for me. So I'll probably have a look in life, maybe look for a slow start from from Western Province. They have a couple of big games on the bench as well, so uh, they may they may do some damage in second half. Again, depending if how the game shape ups, but uh, no nothing really out of the fog for me if I can say that uh, on that game. So uh, I'll, I'll 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 follow Chris uh, Chris Chris view here. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, I, I think a few the of the other guys. Sorry, the total points line here, I just see on SpreadX, looking at one of the overseas sites, 54 and a half here, province against Pumas. It obviously is a, a nighttime kickoff, and those tend to be a little bit low scoring, but 54 and a half, you've got a view there? Yeah, that, that actually was a 56 not too long ago. So I think some unders, punters have already spotted that and got onto that. Um if you, look, I'm a natural overs punters, and I'm a natural province fan, and I want to see province put the Pumas away and put 50 points past them, and Pumas maybe sneak in a few tries at the end or make it go over. That's how my, my mind sees it. But if I look at the trends and how the games are going, Friday night Newlands, I've been many Friday nights at Newlands and gone to sleep at 8 o'clock. It's boring. So I, 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 I probably see something like that. I, I, you know, this is not the strongest province side we've ever seen. So I, you know, Pumas have heart, and they will probably put up a good fight. Right, well, welcome to Mark and Fire Rat as well, who suggests the 23 points is quite large. And here's our Dragon supporter, Jules. Jules, and unfortunately, Jules, we don't have Dave on the show. I'm sure he'll be watching it on Facebook, either on the recording or live. But I think J Dave could have eaten a bit of humble pie because Jules aside, the Dragons, who he described as a pub team, have now won two games in a row. <laughs> so well done. Well done to your team there as well. And uh, the sporty lad joining us. I'll bring up his comment now because we're going to be talking about that game. He's actually watching on Periscope, most likely through Twitter. So that's the game. I must admit, you see me wearing my province shirt. I am leaning towards Western Province here. But this will be a game of points lines for me. Uh, 54 and a half uh, total points may not get involved, but I could be looking at a province overs. But I do have a feeling that Western Province are going to click. And perhaps Chris and yeah. I'll be, be shouting them home together. Let's move on to the yeah, next Curry Cup game then. And I'll start off with you. 
Frank. This one is taking place on Saturday. And the Free State Cheetahs up against the Golden Lions. Now, the bookies can't find much between these sides. I actually priced this one at plus three and a half Cheetahs. I see at Sunbet we got plus one and a half. I know there was some choice available early. But that's the sort of region we, we're talking in there. Is this one of your bigger fancies of the weekend? So I'm, I may go against the crowd here. Uh, I actually I actually back up the Cheetahs on that one. A uh, few reasons. First, I'm still not convinced by the Lions. Honestly, like they got a win against uh, against Western Province, but I think it's more like Western Province lost it uh, last week. I, I was I was I was with the Lions. I was happy with that, but I, I, I honestly I got myself lucky on that bet. I guess uh, not. Still not convinced with Lions. Uh, few rotation in their team. I mean, all respect, but Duplessis starting is not. A, I, for me, he's more a coach now than a player. So, um, you know, if, if, if the conditions stay relatively dry, um, I think in Bloemfontein, which, again, there's potentially a bit of storm forecast, but I hope it's going to stay dry. I'll be more with the Cheetahs. I mean, I was looking at the lineup as well. They get back few injuries, injured players. Uh, I think, you know, Malcolm Yar is starting. Uh, you have Skuman as well, uh, number 10, playing. Uh, they probably are going to suffer a bit uh, on the front eight. I think the the Lions will uh, will get their the, the hand on this one. Uh, you know they've lost a couple of players, the Cheetahs, a couple of injuries as well. So I, I I rank the the Lions pack a bit a bit stronger than the Cheetahs one. But their back but their back line is there. The back line is there. And we all know that the Cheetahs when they play home at Blondfontein, they are always a tough team to play. Uh, I, I I'm I'm more I'm more leaning toward the Cheetahs on that one, even if the form is not there. Uh, I think it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 probably my bet on this one. Excellent. Well, it sounds just the way you described it. It does sound like a tough betting heat, this. And I, I have to agree with you. I must say, I was early on, as I say, lead, leading towards the Lions because I did make them three-and-a-half-point favorites on the Good for the Game forum. Just realized I forgot to put the link to the newsletter and the Good for the Game forum under the show. I'll do that when I edit it afterwards. If you are watching a recording, you'll find that. But otherwise, go to goodforthegame.co.za. Go to our rugby forum thread, and you'll see a link to the newsletter there as well in the top. But Chris, let's get your views on this one. A very, very tight game. Are you in the Cheetahs or the Lions yeah, camp? Yeah, absolutely tough one, but I'm also with, with Frank there. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Cheetahs. Yeah, it goes against the form, but why I'm, why I'm saying Cheetahs, I, I like Cheetahs at home. They are always much a much stronger, different team when they're there. I think for me, the Cheetahs are one, like when the Bulls started the season, they don't, they play well, but they don't put 80 minutes together. And you know, I think they, they're at a point where they really got to start winning now anyway if they want to stay in this competition. Lions have the form, but I think Cheetahs could have their number on the day. Um, I see Roscoe Speckman's out, and I think he's he could be a 10-point difference when he's playing well as well. So I think that that could be a miss for the Cheetahs. Um, but saying that, also, actually, when looking at this game, I was all about the overs. I was expecting, I was, I was you know, would have expected a high-scoring game, but now I see that there's a storm approaching that, that sunk sunk my heart there so it took me away from i'll have to wait till the weather conditions because i'll be on the overs most definitely if the weather is dry but i haven't bet yet but if i was to bet i would be saying the cheaters will score will win this game yeah if only we could get a couple of viewers in bloemfontein you could give us a nice uh, nice update there uh, on the weather but we'll have to we'll have to find a couple yeah. but yeah weather very what important happened, if you're betting on the point. Go against... yeah. sorry chris well, Brett, last like just for example, last week the Bulls' points line was 28, and it was was weather predicted, right? And for me, if that was dry, that was just so that was 10 points shy, and the game was at 47. 
And I was, you know, waiting, waiting five minutes before I, I saw the sun shining and the warm up and the guys are saying the storms have passed. And yeah, I, I nailed the points over his bulls and, the, and it was, yeah, it came in by a mile. That's, that's very important. I think this game is the exact same uh, dynamic. If, if the bookies are coming in low, potentially because they have been low in, in weather, I would look to be going overs if there's no rain about and, and stay away from the results. Well, I could tell you last week, I was on unders. I took an unders double loftus onto the Lions game because I live in Joburg, not far from Pretoria. And I could tell you there was rain the night before and through the day. And I was actually quite amazed that conditions were as good as they were there. Unfortunately, that double loss. But I can report for the guys who, who, who are wondering how I went to the poker tournament last week. Won it. Cleaned up. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> got the baby there. So very, very happy about that. Came away with some nice wins that more than covered my my loss there on, on, on the rugby in that game. But, guys, I'm going against you. I like the Lions to win the game. I look for the best price on the board. I see 17 to 20 at World Sports Betting, and I think the Lions are going to uh, beat the Cheetahs on right Saturday. Form. Chris, we'll stick with right you. Oh, sorry? Yeah, that's the right form, so not a bad pick. <laughs> yeah, Sharks against the Bulls. Chris, um, here we've got uh, virtually a choice game as well. We've got the Sharks, slight underdogs. I see at plus one and a half at Sunbet. I did see um, thoughts on sports suggesting the Sharks 14 to 10 for the win. Uh, just want to have a look at what price they are. World sports mm -hmm. betting a little bit less than that, uh, just under under 12 to 10. But if you shop around, you can probably get 13, 14 to 10. What's your feelings on this one? Sure. <laughs> this one has been a headache for sure. I mean, the Sharks have got, I think they've got one of their strongest sides out there since the beginning of we started playing rugby. I think Arm is huge, having him back. I think Nkosi is a superstar. He's dynamic. He's brilliant. I think the forwards, I mean, you probably good at JJ Padamesh maybe being there, but he's on the bench. He'll be on anyway. Um, against the Bulls team, that to me is the best team, best coach team, top of flying at the top of the log and should win. And so <laughs> I'm, I haven't bet again. And it is a, my, I, I want to say that, you know, with the way the Bulls are playing, the way they're coached, I think Jake White's coaching, it reminds me of like an Australia versus Springbok side match like 10 years ago where Australia come and they got some flair and stars, but Jake White and the, and the Springboks and this Bulls side just wear you down, wear you down, wear you down and eventually get the win. But this is the best chance for Sharks to, to win. I also noticed that I think Sharks have a really good record in the Curry Cup against the Bulls and Bulls have a really good record against them in the Super Rugby. So this is a home game, a Curry Cup game, their strongest team. Bulls might be coming thinking a little bit under, a little bit complacent because they are far ahead. They've made some changes, so I'm going to go Sharks. Sharks for the win there. You can get about 12 to 10. So interesting, uh, the sporty lad, he's watching yeah. on, on Twitter at the moment. He says Bulls minus one and a half are, they, are his bet for the weekend. So interested, uh, Frank, on your views on this one? So... Yeah, so Sharks was my early bet. Uh, basically, I was hoping for the returns. I think they, they were here. I'm slightly less confident looking at the lineup. I think they're, they're especially with their, with, I think the, the Bulls bench is definitely stronger than the Sharks one. That's probably what worries me a bit. Uh, but I think, you know, the Sharks, it's, I mean, they are always better when they are underdog. On this one, you know, people favor the Bulls. Uh, I'm, I'm always having an headache betting on the shark when they are favorite because they always yeah. disappoint me. Uh, but you know, when they are underdog, you know, they, in general, in, in general, they show up. I think it's a big game for them, big rivalry. Um, I think they'll match, or I think they won't get completely hammered by the 
by the Bulls pack. They have a couple of big names, a couple of experienced guys that I think will, will hold the fort here. Uh, you know, plenty of experience on the back line. I agree with Chris. Uh, return of the captain is huge. Uh, I mean, not a big fan of Leibok, but the rest of the back line is, uh, is, is, is relatively strong. Uh, I'll, I'll, I think I'll go for them. Um, I'll, I'll favor the Sharks. Not with the mega strong confidence, obviously. Uh, it's hard to oppose the Bulls during the Curry Cup. They've, they've proved us wrong and, and me wrong several times. But I mean, look at them. You know, they, they, they got lucky against Western Province. They should have lost this game. You know, to be fair, it's more like WP just really uh, didn't manage to close it. Um, you know, they've been dominating, but I think, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised really to see the Shark win that one. And, and, and that's where my, my biggest. I, also, I actually think this could be a big Anders game. I think this could end up being a quite a tight thug match. I think, you know, Bulls will hold, will be there. Sharks are going to be up. Bulls are going to be strong. And I think it's going to end up being a, you know, a night game. Again, a night game in Durban could be muggy. I think this could be a big Anders game as well. So a few penalties and one or two tries. Yeah, I'm sweating here in my study. I can tell you it's hot here in Johannesburg, but we don't have the sort of humidity they get there in Durban. And I know the boys are all looking. They're all hoping for a points line, probably around about 46 and a half, 47 and a half. And they'll be climbing into unders. Anything more, and they'll be mortgaging the house and uh, accessing Oracle's <laughs> granny's pension for that one. So unders would, de would definitely be the play there. Lads, let's move on to the Champions Cup. I know a lot of the guys in the live chat are also looking forward to this. It's a great tournament and very well timed that it starts just after the, the sort of internationals are finishing. And just when you think there's going to be a bit of a letdown, we've got some real quality rugby and what I want to do is I'm going to run through the games. There's obviously a lot of games this weekend. If you don't have any fancy, just pass. You know, we'll we'll move on. Even if, but and then the games that you guys do want to discuss and, and, and chat about, we'll we'll go through. I must be honest. I have looked at the Curry Cup, and uh, yeah. By the way, I'm on the Sharks as well. I like them as well. So the sporty lad, you're taking on the on the panel there in that particular game. But uh, I'll be listening very carefully to your views on the other games. And Chris, I'll start with you. We've got Friday night, 7.30 kickoff South African time, the Northampton Saints against Bordeaux. And this is a tight one. We've got, uh, in fact, Bordeaux slight favourites on the board here against Northampton. Chris, you there? Have I been lost or is he lost? Can you hear me, Frank? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Do you want me to start okay. on that one? Let's start, let's, can you guys let's start with me? you there. Um, Northampton Saints against Bordeaux. Chris, if you want to start, you can. Otherwise, I'll pick it up. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll okay. Mute. Yeah, and I know, and I know we disagree on that one with Chris because we we had a bit of early chat. Uh, so you have to know that I'm a big Bordeaux fan. You know, that's that's my that's my uh, that's my home team. Uh, probably the the team I favor the most. You know, in the, in the in the northern hemisphere. So I'm a big Bordeaux fan, and that's why I'm playing Saints Plus today. Uh, so I, I took an early 3.5 plus on the Saints. I think the handicap as a um, has probably melted a bit, I think, at point and a half at the moment. Few few reasons. First of all, I think the Saints are, are are playing with a relatively strong team. You know, I mean, yes, they are not in great form in the Premiership, but you know, they get the international back. Uh, the the lineup is quite strong. The lack of plenty of experience. You know, Big Gary is back. Cotnello is back. Uh, you know, they were very close to winning Bristol last week. Uh, it was 
one of my, my my big bet on the on the Saints plus last week in Bristol. Uh, they should have won that game. Just stupid mistake at the end. Uh, plenty of experience. Uh, I know they'll target this competition uh, because uh, because in Premier in Premiership is going to be tough for them. Uh, and I think you know the, the the team is pretty strong. The bench is good. Uh, you know a lot of experience. Uh, they, they welcome back the 2000 fan on the stadium. It's not not a big stuff, but it's it's going to be a big a different impact on the game. Uh, relatively wet condition, so I don't expect a very open and, uh, and 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 running game of rugby. You know Friday Friday evening. Uh, you know England type of weather. Uh, and then you know, I mean, Bordeaux is struggling this year. You know, it, it's they, they have a good squad, but they are they have a pretty bad injury toll. Um, you know, Jalibert is on the bench. He got a, he got a pretty nasty knock. Uh, it's I, you know, I'm not sure he will play a lot uh, on Friday. Um, you know, they play with Botica, Luku, nine ten. It's definitely not the most sexiest nine ten pairing they have. You know, it's a bit slow type of rugby. Uh, yes, the Argentinians are back, but you know, I mean, the guys have to travel. They are going to get jet lag. You know, they, they are they are starting because you know they, they are lacking of player. So it's a relatively good team of Bodo on on paper, but a uh, couple of names that worry me. Uh, it's they not they don't play with the top hooker. You know, it's they play with the third choice uh, in hooker. So it's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's it's not a big fan of Lamotte. So yeah, I think you know the Saints pack is going to be up for the task here, um, and uh, and and I, I fancy them simply to win the game, and uh, that's why I took the plus here. Right, well, Chris, you've come in just in time at the end of the first game. You're having some technical difficulties there. We'll just I check that you're yeah. with us. But the Saints, Saints up against Bordeaux. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on the same lines there as Frank. I, I originally was on Bordeaux. I. If anyone knows or follows me in some forums, I mean, I ha actually have never, I've had no time for the Saints the whole year. But I'm at this point, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them the shot. Uh, it's not a heavy, confident one, but I think they do a big performance. I do quite like their team. I think they've got some dangerous plays in there. So do obviously, so do Bordeaux. But I think at home, Franklin's got, and it's time for the Saints to shine now. They've, they've been. They've been poor, but I just think maybe at home this time round. And so I, I, I'm get, I'll probably put in some money on a plus. If I, if it's not on the on the line handicap, maybe on a parlay on a plus with them. Some of some other game. Right, well, we'll and a British ref. Oh, sorry, Frank. A British ref, a British ref as well, which uh, which can always favor the the English side from a, from a Frenchman. <laughs> oh, we have a ton of experience with that. If you've seen the the beautiful uh, England France on the Autumn Nation Cup final, you know you know what I mean. So <laughs> uh, let's not talk about talk, let's not talk about that one. France feeling absolutely robbed there. Chris, we'll <laughs> we'll stick with you for Ulster against Toulouse, and here we got a plus four and a half the home team. Yeah, another another cracking match, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I I like that Toulouse team. I really do. When I looked at the teams, when I look at them side by side, I'm like, this Toulouse, this Ulster team's not going to live with Toulouse. But then Ulster, you know, looking at it today, Ulster have a great record at home. I believe Kingspan is going to have fans. That's what I if I if I if I heard correctly. Ulster have a good have a really good record at home against French sides. Um, I'm not sure why um, Intermax playing 12, I believe, not 10, which is a bit strange. So all of that considered, I, I believe Ulster are going to win the game. But if I was going to take the cap, I'll be on the plus to lose. I just, I just, I, I'm sure Ulster are going to play well, but I, I think that Toulouse have enough weapons, and if they ride riding on the French and international team momentum, I think the French sides might actually be better than we expect this this first round as well. 
Um, tight, tight game, low scoring maybe as well. Low scoring. I see Toulouse here, uh, Frank. They are favourites here at Sunbet at, at four and a half points. Which way are you heading? Oh boy, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's probably the it's probably the must the must watch game of the uh, of the of the opening round. Uh, I mean, it's it's very hard to oppose Ulster uh, right now because they are they are the informed team as well. You know, in in the Pro 14. Uh, they, they are firing everywhere. Uh, they were also less impacted than other teams, you know, with the international break. So, you know, they, they have a bit of team chemistry. The guys have played together. But this, this Toulouse lineup as well is, is quite strong. I mean, you know, the, the big game, the back, uh, you know, they, they have a strong pack, probably a bit stronger than the, than the Irish one. Um, you know, it's almost their best, uh, one of the best uh, possible starting 15, you know. So, um, again, which form will be the players coming back? You know, there were a couple of people picking up injuries. Uh, it's a very tough one. I will have a look at the under as well because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that as a potential relatively close game. Um, you know, but uh, if I, I will probably go for to lose win without strong conviction, but I will not play the handicap on that one uh, for to lose. You know, if they win that one, it may be very close. So it's more Halster plus or, or to lose on board. But and I thought to lose plus. Yeah, well. yeah. No, no big, no big conviction here. I think it's a game to watch, and it's going to be a cracker. That's 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 what I can say. Well, Jason, not very complimentary uh, about the Pro 14 teams. Uh, while the Irish are well, we won't say the word. But thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, Jason. Um, right, let's go on. Uh, Frank, I'll yeah. stay with you there. The Bristol Bears up against Claremont. This, this to me, also has the makings of a cracking game. And once again, a very tight one with the bookmakers. I've got Sunbet open here, and I've got Bristol Bears, narrow underdogs of plus one and a half. But, I mean, this is virtually a choice match, according to the books. Yeah, and another tough one to call. I think I think these games are harder to predict because the lineup will be only released tomorrow. And and there are a couple of players uh, on the Bristol slide, which are, which are brackets. They are still they are still missing players, you know. Uh, bad injury to Radarda won't play. Uh, he was injured with Fiji. He won't play. Uh, Tucker is still missing, but but they are also welcoming back a couple of very good players like Shedi. Uh, I expect Randall as well to start, so you know this is going to be a good running rugby. Uh, my very good friend Andrew Brace is uh, referring that game, uh, which is definitely not uh, very welcome news in Clermont. I can tell you, I've been on their forum. They are all pissed off. Uh, but Clermont has been relatively solid, but, you know, uh, uh, it's a difficult one. But I will still probably go for a Bristol win here. Uh, they play home. Uh, you know, they are a very well-coached team. Uh, so a lot of people will look at the player they are missing, but I'll say, you know, look at the player that are playing, you know, because uh, they do have relatively depth in the squad. I, I call them a bit the, the Exeter 2.0 now, not the same level of depth, but, you know, they start building around that. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one, but, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I still believe Bristol is favorite here, you know, uh, even even with a couple of key players missing, the guys on the pitch will, will, will be there. All right, Chris, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I got no thoughts. I'll, I'll, one game I'd like interested to watch, but I have no idea where this one's going. I'll be honest with you. No, that's fine. Let's move on to the next game, and we'll stay with you. Bath up against Scarlets, and here we got a bit of a handicap. We got Bath minus ten and a half, and I did see yeah. some post on the Good for the Game forum about this. I've, I've been so busy that I didn't get a chance to get my head around it, but I gather there was some team news, and I think the guys started moving in on Bath. I'm not sure. I might get that wrong. Yeah. But what do you think yeah, of the yeah, current I'm, line? Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I that was my second bet of the week was Bath minus eight. Uh, when I read when it came out and I looked at it, when I, even before the team teams came out, I just for me it was a bit of a mismatch. I'm, ex- I I I think I think Bath at home again European rugby. They haven't played started that well to the season, but I, I just think they're going to have too way too much power for for Scarlets. They are going to be missing a few players, I believe. I think Preston's out. The Glanville might be out there. There are a few injury concerns and who may play 10. But I think they, they had these injuries early against Worcester on the weekend as well, um, quite early on. And they managed to put Worcester away quite easily. And if you have to ask me, Worcester could probably beat Scarlets as well. So for me, this is a bit of a mismatch. And minus eight looked very strong for me. So I hit the minus eight, eight quite hard. And I was glad to see it move out that I was on the right lines there. I still right, like, uh, Frank, you, you in agreement on the both minus? I do. It looks like we agree on a couple of games. I'm not sure if it's a, if it's a, if it's a good thing or not. But uh, yeah, I'll go with the plus minus. I think ten start to be strong, a bit a bit higher on DK, but I think the the eight was a good call. But uh, yeah, I mean Scarlett is the thing missing missing four or five uh, international players, so not returning. Uh, again, they've been they've been struggling a bit in Pro 14. I mean, you know, Bass has been also struggling, but Bass is really, really welcoming. You know, the uh, couple of a very very key player for that team. Um, they have a point to prove, you know. They've they've been uh, they have been trash hammered by Exeter recently. Uh, they've not been in grid. They lost against uh, the Falcons, you know. They they you know a lot of noise and uh, and um, and and criticized, you know, from the fans because it's still a top team. You know, they were some almost yeah top four to five, you know, in English team. Uh, they do have a strong squad, strong bench, way way stronger pack than the than the Scarlet. You know, they'll they'll, they'll simply scrum them all over and roll them all over. Uh, I was looking at the weather. It seems that surprisingly, it won't rain in Bath. You know, not sure if it's my app uh, telling me, uh, having fun of me, but it looks like it's going to be a sunny, a sunny December Saturday in Bath. So, you know, on dry condition, uh, I think it's 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 going to be Bath all the way. This one. Right, we'll stick with you then for the for the next game, Frank and go on. It's Toulon against the Sail Sharks. Now, though the Sail Sharks, they were Dave's best bet last week on the show in the. In the in the Premiership, and they did arrive. I think they won by eleven points in the end against London Irish. They now go in. They've obviously got to travel to France, and they're plus six and a half points here in France. Yeah. Uh, so again, we'll we'll need to have a look at the at the lineup. Uh, but you know, the, the Sharks. The, I mean, the, the 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 English version of them are also quite quite hard team to to understand this year you know they've been disappointing in a couple of games you know they haven't been that convincing so far uh they fired the, or they fired they lost you know their coach this week huh? big stuff uh so uh it was it comes out of nowhere so that's being a it's being a not sure how it's going to impact the team but bringing a bit of uncertainty uh and Toulon is actually Toulon is actually on the on the rebirth side you know uh they've played very good rugby this year uh you know they have plenty of experience a uh, couple of players that are stepping up, you know, like the like of Carbonell that has played with the French team uh, uh, in Twickenham last uh, last week. Um, you know, very strong pack as well. So you know, it's the the the, the Sharks won't muscle them, you know, uh, up front. Uh, you know, they'll play in my old. They're happy to be back in the in the Champions Cup. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I will go with the handicap, but I I I, I can't see too long losing that one. Right, Chris, come in on that one, please. Yeah, no, no, no big feels to me on this one. I'll, I'll stay out of this one. Who knows what sale will bring to the party? Right, moving on then, Chris, and staying with you. Montpellier up against Leinster. 
Leinster, of course, dominant in the Pro 14, but they, well, actually, no, they're going to this game away at Montpellier's favourites. They're minus seven and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking into this game, I haven't bet because it's, it's quite a juicy, juicy game on paper. Um, I've, Leinster are great, right? Like, I mean, they are an awesome side. I, I've, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't seen much of Montpellier this season. That's why I probably don't have a strong view, except that I really like Leinster because I've liked what Leinster have done. I haven't seen what Montpellier have done. So if I, I have, I'm looking at it, I haven't bet, but I would be probably on the Leinster camp if I was to bet, but I have no strong feelings just yet. Frank, have you got any firm views on this one? It's a, it's a tough one. Here again, uh, I think there's a bit of a bit of damage on the on the Lions squad, you know, after the after the the intentional window. But you know, they also have a huge depth. Huh? You know, I mean, you know, their B team was 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 winning 20 plus each single games during the top 14, having a, something like six, 15 or 16 intentional uh, players in international duties. Montpellier is uh, Montpellier is in trouble this year. You know, uh, they are definitely in transition year. Uh, they are changing a bit their their style, so obviously less foreign players. Uh, they have they are building on 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 some kind of new generation of players, quite promising, I have to say. But it's a bit. I think it's going to be a bit too early. Um, you know, I mean, Leinster is uh, is is definitely all in on the ERC. Um, I I see them winning this game, especially without the crowd. You know, in Montpellier. Um, I'll probably go on the last time minus here. Not a great confidence, and depending on the lineup, but uh, you know, it's Montpellier Mon struggling this year, literally struggling. You know, they 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 are just on top of the relegation battle, nothing more. I must say, the way you guys are talking on this game, it looks like, and, and looking at some of the comments in the live chat about the Leinster injuries, it could be one to avoid. I'm going to stay with you, Frank. Yeah. We're going to go to the next game: Newport Gwent Dragons up against the Wasps. A handicap here is nine and a half, and I bring up this comment. Of Jules, Jules, uh, the big Gwent Dragon supporter. They going for three in a row. I think uh, Mark Dumpy said the last time this happened was in 2005. Well, they are underdogs to make it three in a row. They're nine and a half. But uh, Jules saying that um, there was actually some early money for the for the home team here, Frank, and uh, the handicaps come in. What do you what are your views on that? So I think the handicap was was raised at 12, 12 and a half. I was I was laying on that one, but you know then it, it's 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 melted on quickly on nine and a half. Uh, I mean, you know, the dragons are not uh, are not a, are not the the joke team they were. To be fair, uh, they they bought a couple of good players. They have some experienced player. Um, you know, I mean, they play some some decent rugby. You know, it makes sense. I mean, they they won in uh, they won in Glasgow last weekend. Uh, again, there was the B team of Glasgow missing a couple of key players due to international duties, but still, uh, they were quite consistent. They have a couple of uh, couple of players that have good footies as well. Uh, you know, it's it's. It's, it's it's a decent team. It's a decent team. Wasp, wow. I mean, Wasp as well. You know, they they. It's not the Wasp team that we saw as well uh, over the past few weeks. You know, they are also welcoming a few players back. But I still I still believe they are they are they are not yet in the in the new season. You know, I think they are the long one, last one. Uh, I think the guys are really, a, but mentally a bit tired. Um, they, you know, they they were beaten by the Falcons, like I mean, like everyone so far this year. But uh, at home, you know, it was a big disappointment, and still their team on paper was good. So probably go with the Dragon Plus, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll not put my mortgage on this one. Right, Chris, I saw you were eager to get involved on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I was one of them on the on the first on the plus thirteen for sure. Got on got on that train. You know, they Dragons have broken my heart many many times over the years, but I'm just looking at this game. 
it looks like they're definitely on the rise. They at home, they're back in after a while. Wasps have, yeah, as as Frank said, haven't started the season. I, I expect them to be stronger, but I think I think thirteen. I'll take the thirteen points, you know, and a little bit of a not a fantasy bet, but you know, I I, I was I was happy, more than happy to take it by what I've seen in these two teams uh, so far. So uh, go go the Dragons. Let's get it. I was, that was my third other uh, bet, third bet of the week that I placed, and then I saw it move as well. So I thought. Good, good that I got on that early as well. I see you quite like, uh, following you on Twitter, you quite often like to take two or three short prices into sort of like a treble, yeah. you know, get yeah. a, take a bit of insurance, maybe not go for the line, but take the 6 to 10 or even the 9 yeah. to 20 shot and, and put it all together. You quite enjoy that? No, I do that. Yeah, that's my most, that is definitely my most successful strategy for sure. Um, obviously, I'm very confident I will, I will go on the line. But for instance, like the Ireland Scotland game last week, I, I went high on the, the handicap. It was an, I remember I was confident. I was confident the plus ten, and there was rain scheduled for that match. So that that brought in that made me even more confidence. But then as the game got closer, and I hadn't really publicised those those bets yet, the rain hadn't arrived. So I bought bought some insurance there on the plus sixteen. Uh, the rain didn't arrive, and for sure it was what 15, six, 14 points in the end. Um, so the bet got home, but that. I mean, that's the that's that's the, the type of strategy that I like to play, and I'm super confident. But I also I quite in, I quite enjoy the the try scorers and you know the one to twelves, which there seem to be a lot of games this week in with that market in play. So I might put some of those together this weekend as well. Right. Well, let's stay with you on to the next game. Edinburgh up against uh, uh, La Rochelle, and here we got uh, the French team actually uh, favoured at minus three and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Lourish, I love La Rochelle. They were my, they're my favorite French team. I've always enjoyed them playing, watching them play. I like, like the Saints. Edinburgh, I have no time for. <laughs> so I'm all over La Rochelle for this game. I, I know there are people talking that Edinburgh at home, solid, probably getting guys back. La Rochelle, you know, they probably might be difficult to beat. But when I look at the matchup and I look at, you know, how it's gone over the last season or two, I will be taking. I haven't put money down on it, but I'm I'm calling out now for Lorishel for for the win, and I, I I see them actually winning by like 10, 15 points. But that's my personal, probably subjective biased view. In terms of money, still thinking about that one. But that will be my, that my that's how I view the game going. I think Lorishel do actually win quite comfortably. Yeah, I've also been a, I've always been a big fan of Lorishel as well. Uh, Frank, what do you make of this handicap? Three and a half points. So actually, one we may disagree. Uh, so I'm also I, I also love La Rochelle. Uh, you know, if you guys if you guys have to pick up one stadium to go to France, uh, but buy tickets before because it's almost impossible. Uh, go to La Rochelle. Atmo- absolutely amazing atmosphere, lovely city, uh, good good rugby team. You know, it's just just plus. Um, again, I look at, I'll, I'll wait for the lineup because I'm still not 100% convinced La Rochelle is really going to prioritize Champions Cup this year. Uh, they are very good card to play on the top 14, uh, you know, in, in France. Uh, very good start, a relatively strong team. It's going to be a rainy evening in Edinburgh. So this is going to be an arm wrestle. Uh, the Scottish pack is going to be there. Uh, you know, most of the guys I was checking the injuries, they should be free of injuries. So going to be a different Edinburgh outfit than the one we saw previously. Again, probably... British type of referring as well, you know. So uh, I'll, you know, even three, three and a half could be a relatively big handicap on that kind of low-scoring game. So uh, I'm 
I'm, I'm aiming toward Edinburgh Plus on this one, so I'll disagree with uh, with, with both of you on uh, on this one. But again, I'll, I'll have a look at the La Rochelle team uh, and see exactly what they what they propose and what their ambition in these competitions. But uh, the, the 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 weather, you know, the weather of the rain, Saturday evening match in Edinburgh, it's going if to be tough. It's going to be tough. If it's raining, that game's not getting my money. That's fine. Absolutely not. That will be that could be a messy affair. You're right. I'll probably be staying out of it, but I'll be rooting La Rochelle home. Yeah, one thing about these French teams, you've always got to watch them if they're away from home. If they start off well, that's great. But if they happen to lose, you know, get, get a trial two behind, then they, they do sometimes drop their heads on that. So we are interested to see the team selection and also the weather on that one. I think Edinburgh, if I'm not mistaken, do play on an artificial pitch. But at the end of the day, um, rain is rain. And if it's really wet, it's still... Difficult to handle. Let's stay with you, though, Frank. We'll go on to the next game. It's Leon up against Gloucester. And here we got the French team, quite big favourites, minus 11.5 at Sunbet. Yeah, uh, so Lyon is playing good rugby this year. I mean, you know, they've been consistent in the past few years, but they haven't performed very well in uh, in uh, in Heineken Cup. Again, you know, is this competition their priority this year? It's another question mark. You know, they, they, their target is a is a top fourteen. Uh, I don't think they have the depth and the and the ambition to be on both uh, on both uh, on both competition. But if they go with their best teams, uh, it's it's definitely a cap they can cover. Uh, you know, like they they have a very solid team, strong pack, uh, very good back line. You know, very tough team to crack at home. Um, so again, conservative say, but if they go with their with their best team, I think the the energy cap can absolutely be. Be, be broken here. You know, uh, Lyon is strong. Gloucester has been up and downs. Uh, again, let's see we, we, if Cyprian is going to play or not. Uh, it's been a bit disappointing over the past few few, few weeks and, uh, and and even months. You know, so I'll, I'll see. But I think Gloucester, uh, I think the Lyon team is is better. It's definitely better. Right, Chris, your views on this one? No strong views. Uh, I'm sticking out of, of this one. Right, then we can stick with you. And move on to the Exeter Chiefs up against the Glasgow Warriors. And not surprising here, the Chiefs, they seem to start massive favourites in virtually every game they play. And I can see uh -huh. here, minus 22.5 points, the Chiefs, Chris. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I'm going to have to say what I've seen from Glasgow. Again, I'm sure they are getting play Again, we don't have teams, but the teams are going to be important, I think, for this one. I'm not, are, are they, well, I'm sure they're going to bring in their, 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 their strongest teams, you would imagine, but Glasgow have been awful, haven't they? So I, I, I'm, I'm quite confident Exeter will cover that minus handicap. I, if anyone follows me, so I'm not a massive minus handicapper at all anyway. But this Exeter chief are champs, right? They and this Glasgow team have not been strong. So I, I quite like Exeter minus. I might even be good looking at some Exeter team points as well and some tries markets when they come out. Right, Frank, I mean, you and I were, were just talking on WhatsApp earlier in the week. We are talking about what we're going to cover tonight. And you were saying the problem with the Champions Cup is, of course, that we won't have all the team selections by the time we talk. So that, that's why I guess we have to we have to take a view on what sort of team these guys are, are coming out with. What are your thoughts on this one? 22 and a half. It's a big cap. But Chris suggesting that it may not be big enough. And my experience is often a big cap can be made to look very small very quickly. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, it's uh, I've 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 lost a lot of money on the, against Exeter last uh, last week. I was on the Leicester Plus, you know, they were leading at the halftime, and then they got completely hammered at the end. So, still, I still haven't processed that that match. Uh, but uh, I mean, Exeter 
will win the question is by by by, by how many points uh you know they'll target a bonus point win no question they'll get the bonus point win i don't i don't see how it's possible they, they they'll, they'll completely destroy glass one everywhere on the pitch uh just to, the weather seems to be absolutely horrif- horrible in Exeter uh, on on Sunday. Uh, it's um, my app is showing me really like a, like like a big 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 rain. Uh, but Exeter knows how to play on the rain. That's probably one of the one of the best team with that. You know, uh, this is this is a Swiss clock. This team is a Swiss clock. You know, it's uh, um, they're. The, the, this is probably one of the only team in Europe with the bench as good as a starter. So basically, you know, when they do that chain at the 60 minutes, they bring almost three international off and three international in. Uh, it's uh, they, they, I think I think they'll cover the cap. You know, uh, yeah. there is there is no way I'll put a single euro on uh, on, on Glasgow Plus on this one. Yeah, I think another strategy. I mean, I have a, like I'm so if it, if all if the conditions are great, I'm on the minus. But I when my, when the minuses go over 20 and there is rain. I get very nervous, but I want to. If once if the teams come out and I and I think it's going to be strong teams, like you say, I think I just I just don't see where Glasgow holds this team out. I don't know, yeah. even in the rain. You're right that that those forwards are rumble this that Glasgow team close to the line. So yeah, you're right, covering it is. But yeah, if it if it, if it is really bad, like it's pelting down and sideways rain, of course I would rethink about it. But yeah. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on the Glasgow on the Glasgow under as well, depending of the of the yeah, weather and and how much point they give them, because I see them, I see, I see really at the at the one side game, you know. Yeah, Frank, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, when I when there's a big handicap and the weather goes bad, then I normally look at unders on the underdog. So in other words, mm-hmm. uh, in this particular case, it would it would be Glasgow going unders, even if it's somewhere around thirteen and a half or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, assuming the I, weather's bad, otherwise yeah. I'll be be looking at the minus as well. So it could could be quite a good strategy that one. Frank, we'll stay with you though. We're getting towards the end of this long fixture list. So we've got Racing ninety two. Yeah. This is also on Sunday against Connacht, and here we've got the French team minus sixteen and a half. If I must remind me, we're Racing. Were they favourites? Um, were, were they finalists last year? And uh, I think they played uh, in the final, if I, if I can remember correctly, or they made it pretty deep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. They lost in final. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, final or semi-final? Sorry. Yeah, my my memory is fading. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, and they are targeting the. They are, you know, if there is one French team targeting the the Champions Cup, it's probably I, I would say two of them. It's probably Toulouse and uh, and Racing. But if I have to pick one, is Racing. You know, Racing want to be European champion. Uh, this is the this is what their president wants. You know, they are building the team around that. Um, you know, they have also built a lot of depth, a lot of young players now playing on the French team. Uh, it's a very good team, very consistent. Uh, they won in Bordeaux last weekend uh, with some some kind of B team on the pitch, but you know, plenty of experience. This is a game that's going to be played. You know, it's an indoor game. Huh? You know, racing play indoor, uh, so you know, plastic pitch indoor, so no wind, uh, no no problem with rain. Conard uh, has been a decent team, but you know, I, I don't think they are they are they are good enough for the for the Champions Cup. Racing is going to go for for five points here. Um, 16 is quite a big handicap, but I think that can, you know, it can easily be a 42-15 type of game, you know. So I'll probably aim to other racing minus here. Well, before I bring Chris in there, Mike just commenting, San Diego Legion, his hometown, has just signed Henkes van Veik, any South African opinions. Now, the first thing I want to say to you, Mike, is tonight's show, I think it's because we're talking Champions Cup, some of our South African boys don't appear to be on. We seem to have mainly, mainly 
mainly guys from, from Europe and even America. So I don't know <laughs> we'll get it. But I'm definitely going to refer this one to Brendan Vessels, um, the conductor, because he'll obviously watch the recording of the show tomorrow. And I'll get his opinion, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 certainly get you an opinion on that one, and perhaps stick it below in the comments. There, be interesting, interesting to to hear. But Chris, uh, getting your opinion on the Russing handicap, sixteen and a half. Yeah, well, I got it. I I, I put a small another a bet a unit on Connacht plus. I got it a plus eighteen though when it came out. I thought when it came out that looked very high. Um, I like Connor. They've been doing really well for me this season. I, I like the play. They get some. They will get some players back as well. But yes, Rasen at home is strong. Um, Brady actually pointed out that teams visiting that Rasen stadium and pitch seem to struggle the first time they arrive. So that's probably going to go again. We'll go against Connor, and that's a very good point. Um, so. I, I put a bit on it. It wasn't a big one, but when the 18 came out, I put a unit on it uh, just to cover that because I thought it was a good cap. Um, it has gone down, but I'm not going to be putting any more on that, to be honest, because Rastin is dangerous and Rastin probably are hungry. But I have, I have, a, I have a little bit on the, on the plus 18. Right. Let's move on to the final Champions Cup game of the weekend. Munster up against Harlequins, Chris. Ten and yeah, a half I, I, Munster favourite. So, so, say it again, Pope. Uh, minus ten and a half, Munster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is another another unit player put in early doors on Man on Harlequins Plus. Uh, Harlequins was also a team I never I never liked, never fancied, didn't like their players. But I did. I am a fan of Gustard actually. I do like what he does, and I actually have seen Harlequins slowly build, 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 um, and they are starting to look like it, like his team now. Marcus Smith is is playing amazingly. I know Esther Hazen's out, who's probably quite key for them. Um, but when I look at these two teams, to me, they're evenly matched teams. Yes, Munster are at home, for sure. But at the moment, to me, they're evenly matched. Maybe Munster's slight favourites, but definitely not 10, 10 points favourites. So, Harlequins plus 10 was quite a confidence strike for me when I put it on. Frank, your, your thoughts on this one? I'm with Chris on this one. Uh, you know, I think Harlequins uh, have... Pretty good team. They're getting a few players back as well. You know, uh, a lot of confidence. I mean, yeah, Marcus Smith, what a player. Uh, I still don't believe, you know, why he's not international. England international. He's probably played too fancy and good rugby for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think, the, I think the Queens can can definitely hold the cap. Uh, again, all these games are a bit difficult because uh, you know we we, we still we still need to wait the the exact lineup. But I think both teams will go with their best team. Uh, so if that's the case, uh, if the weather is a bit humid as well, like I can expect, you know, uh, with with your current forecast in in, in Europe, uh, our Queens have a relatively strong pack. I don't think I don't think they'll be they'll be they'll be destroyed by the Master One. They'll, they'll score points. You know, they have good players. You know, they have they have they have they have good backline, probably better backline than the Munster one. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go definitely with the ten plus on that one. They beat they beat Gloucester last week by the thirteen with thirteen men, and we're putting tries away still. They just they just look like a team yeah. on the app, aren't they? Um, so mm -hmm. that's why I quite like. I didn't like them up until the start of the probably the beginning of the season, but they at the, towards the end they started to turn around and they were, started to win games that I was like, okay, they shouldn't win. So quite like it, but yeah, Munster at home, you know, but. I think 10 points, I'll take those 10 points every day of the week. Right, well, let's move on. We'll just touch on the Challenge Cup, guys, before we come into the best bets. Now, uh, I know, Frank, you were saying that the Challenge Cup, there's hardly any betting up because the bookmakers in this particular competition have learned the hard way. They've got to wait for team selection. Some of the teams not taking it seriously. 
But I do see that Friday's lines are up. We've got three matches taking place on Friday. Yeah. And Chris, I'll just ask you, um, any of them catch your eye? Anything in the Challenge Cup at all at no, this point? I, I have not looked at any Challenge Cup. I've got, well, a little bit today, actually, the, for, for tomorrow's games, not for the rest of the weekend. Um, well, so when Team News came out today, Caps went crazy because we had Benetton at plus six that moved down to two. I think we had Leicester at minus 13 that's now at minus 22 when this team news, news came out. And Falcons, are they were at plus five, I believe, but they, they, they're also not playing Flood and Barrel, some key players, which really, really... The old team. The old team is bench. It's, uh, yeah, there is not, yeah. not a single player retained. Yeah, so. It's bad me because, I, I mean, I would have said Newcastle for sure, but, you know, Cardiff in this tournament, they're getting players back. So... I had, I would have, I would have had, I would have taken Leicester minus all day, but it's moved, so it's gone. So if you want to take it in minus twenty-two, maybe you know uh, Frank can fill out more about French team news. I'm because of that that Falcons team news. I'm staying out, even though I would have been on the Falcons. But they, I'm, I'm just shocked that they didn't play the, the team that I thought they would play. Um, Francais Benetton, not for me. I know maybe I would have taken the plus six when it was an offer, but I'll stay out of it now. But that's just my view. Very weird day. Very weird day watching these 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 caps move drastically. Yeah, you got to be careful on these tournaments. Mike just coming in. I haven't seen a cap on this yet, but he's saying Bayonne to slaughter Zebre. I mean Zebre. I don't know if they're going to be any stronger side than played Munster, but I had a nice win on Munster minus thirty six and a half a few weeks ago against Zebre. But Frank, just yourself briefly on the Challenge Cup. Anything catch your eye at this stage? Yeah, I'll be quick, and uh, and I think you know this is we, we spoke about that before the show. Uh, the the odds came out two hours after the lineup, which is which is unique, you know, in in rugby. There is no other competition doing that, you know. I think the books are scared, but even with that, uh, most of the game moved by at least you know three or five points, you know, in instantly in in, in 10, 15 minutes. So I took an early Benetton plus six and a half because Stade Francais is uh, is lining up a very young team, but not a bad team. You know, uh, they have a lot of former U21 world champion playing. Uh, it's I will I will look at the again the weather the weather is going to be probably bad, but uh, Benetton is going with their best team. Still slightly fancy Trevis on this one, but with 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 a higher cap. Otherwise, I I think at that odd it's probably the well set. Uh, Leicester is going to destroy Brive. I think there is no question about that. Uh, Brive is not sending a complete C team, let's say a relatively average team, but Leicester Leicester is playing with with a relatively big team and the bench. Look at the bench. You know all the international players on the bench. Uh, when they'll get in, you know to get some game time under the bell. I think they want to build on confidence. Um, you know, this is going to be this is going to be a, a very significant Leicester win. Um, I personally, as a bet, I did a parlay using uh, Leicester by 13 plus. So basically, you know, I'm not going to the 20 cap, but I'm going uh, and I and I and I parlay that with uh, with Cardiff on the board. Um, the Falcons are actually playing. So you were mentioning a few players. If you look at the last week starting 15, none of these players are playing. You, you will find four or five of them on the bench, but they, they feel a complete uh, uh, English team. So basically, I think or most of the players are English players, a lot of local players. I'm not saying it's a bad team. To be fair, some of the players I never heard about. But, uh, um, but you know, uh, I mean, they are a surprising team, but I will not go that far. Cardiff, again, putting money in Cardiff away is always a... Is, is, is always a 
is a, it's not the easiest thing to say to do, but they, they, they go with a relatively strong team. Huh? You know, they have uh, most of the international player back. This is a competition. They fancy playing Cardiff, you know, they like they like to play their, the challenge. Um, they have a very strong bench as well. So, for example, if there is an early Falcon starts, you know, first try, very good game to probably bet live and... Um, and, uh, and 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 back the the blues to come back. The, their bench is, is is very strong on the blues as well. So I think it's going to be. Uh, I, I still I still see them winning. You know, in uh, in Newcastle. I will have a look at the weather. If it's not raining, you know, it's an artificial pitch. In general, when you have a lot of rotation in the team like that, it could be high scoring stuff. So I think the cap is at 41 now. So I guess heavy rain expected. But uh, to have a look at, to have a look at. So that that's probably what I have now. And in the other game is absolutely unpredictable, you know. But expect expect most of the French team to send really their B team. I don't, especially with that, you know, this every year in Challenge Cup, most of the French team don't play it. But this year, with the with the more compact calendar, you know, and a lot of games that needs to be played, um, you know, without without break, I can tell you 100 percent. All the French team are going to try that competition. Right. Okay. That, that definitely sounds like we should be trading carefully then in the, in the <laughs> Challenge Cup. But, you know, if it's televised on TV and I've got nothing better to do, I'll certainly be having a punt. I can tell you guys. Let's get on to the best bets, though. And, uh, Frank, let's start with yourself. What's your best bet of the weekend? And then maybe a couple of supporting acts. So, not to, not one really you know, above all the others, but uh, I will go with the cheetahs. I will go with the sharks, and I will go with the saints plus for now. Uh, these are the, what I what I fancy and I like, and I'll keep an eye on uh, on my Edinburgh plus as well uh, as a, as a potential bait and uh, and the must watch game Ulster to lose with a beer. <laughs> okay, and Chris, your best bet? Yeah, um, sure. I I would. I would like to learn the points lines for now for the Cheetahs and the Sharks game because bar, barring whether I'll be over on the Cheetahs, Lions games, unders on the Bulls game. And if it comes, like you said, if it comes around 47, 48, I'll be unders there. Those will be my strongest plays when that comes around. On the caps, um, definitely, like, I, I'm really happy with my Bath minus eight and my Harlequins plus 10. Really happy with those. Um, but there's because there's so many close games there, I think I'm going to enjoy putting a few parlays and treble teasers together this weekend and I think they'll be quite decent if you can get a few decent high plus handicaps in some of these close games you can probably get some good value on those so I'll be putting a few of those together and sharing them with the guys over the weekend if anyone was interested but those those would be my strongest thoughts for the weekend excellent good stuff lads well I'll be uh, having a listen to the show again and coming up with my best bet last week I actually went with my own pick the Lions plus three and a half against Western Province, and in the end, they did, uh, as, as, as per the preview pick, actually won at 13 to 10. I didn't get to see that because I was playing the poker. I must say I'm not overly confident on anything at the moment, but you guys certainly pointed me in the right direction. would like to see some points lines on the Curry Cup as well, like Chris. If anything, I'm leaning towards a good showing from Western Province. So I'm going to be finding a way yeah. to support them, whether that means going uh, under Puma's points, but I don't think so. I think I'm probably going to be looking at perhaps a Western Province overplay uh, you know, although the, 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 they're probably going to be what sitting somewhere around 33 and a half, 33 and a half, uh, 34 and a half points there for a province. I think, points. I think the first what I saw in Bedford, they were at 40, and I thought that I think it, they're going to get 40, but that would be too high for me, I think, because it could because province could easily get about 38, it could be like a 38 10 game, but at the same time, my, my gut is telling me, like you, I think they might put the Pumas away by 50, even we'll put 50 on the board. Pumas might score 20. 
but province will put 50, but it, I need to sleep on that. <laughs> okay, so well, the boys in the chat just discussing Pat Lamb, um, uh, and it's quite interesting because Pat Lamb, I know he's highly rated as a coach now, but there was a time where Pat Lamb coached the Blues in New Zealand. And my word, the Blues were absolutely terrible. And I still said when Pat Lamb left the Blues, I said, that guy's never going to make it in Europe. <laughs> and now he's, he's done absolutely <laughs> superbly well. It just shows you you've got to be careful about riding guys off. But Chris, thanks very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining me. And Frank, the same to you. Look forward to seeing you on the Good for the Game forum and on Twitter. And to all the boys in the live chat, thanks a lot, guys. Hope you have some good punting weekend. Uh, do subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't done so yet. And we'll see you next week for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Thanks, guys. Yeah,